Welcome to Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts. Today's episode, The Great Western Ring of Fire Eclipse. Hey everyone, welcome to the Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts podcast. This is your host, Ted Samaras, and today we are going to be talking about the Great Western Ring of Fire Eclipse. And uh, why do we call it that? Well, it is going to be a solar eclipse. Um, The uh, greatest impact is going to be in the western part of the United States, and we'll talk about uh, some other places you can see it as well. And uh, the moon, as it passes between the Earth and the sun, is going to be um, casting uh, a ring of fire. The sun's going to look like a ring of fire around it because the moon won't uh, totally eclipse it, and we'll talk about that too. Um, And so it's going to look like a ring of fire behind the moon. uh, And we're also going to talk about viewing this safely. So uh, sit back, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So the Great Western Ring of Fire Eclipse is uh, going to be taking place on October 14th, um, 2023, and uh, I'm talking about that here uh, in the East, right? It may wind up being October 15th, depending where you are uh, in the world. But uh, this solar eclipse is um, going to be viewable. Uh, A lot of it's going to be North American this time around. So if you happen to be lucky enough to live in Portland, Oregon, or the surrounding area, uh, or in northern Nevada, or if you're kind of near the Four Corners area um, of the southwest, and also then in uh, southern Texas, near, I guess, like Galveston and those areas, um, you're actually going to see a solar eclipse um, that will have a peak of like a 90% um, blockage right uh you are also going to be able to see this kind of blockage in uh much of south america and then if you are in uh, south america you're going to be able to see it through colombia and parts of brazil um where you'll get to see that 90 percent uh where i live in new jersey they're expecting a 20 to 30 percent blockage um but Again, you know, hey, listen, an eclipse is an eclipse. So I'm looking forward to uh, looking up safely during the uh, 20 to 30% uh, that I get to see the eclipse. And then I will take a look on the NASA website um, to see uh, what people saw with the 90% or the ring of fire out west. So uh, in the United States, this solar eclipse, uh, if you're in the Oregon area, the projected is supposed to be 9.13 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time, um, which means here in the east, uh, that would be 12.13 uh, p.m. Uh, currently, I am at UTC minus 4. For those of you who are looking to uh, follow around the world, uh, you can just convert. So I'm um, technically, if you look it up, would be Eastern Time, Eastern Daylight, or you might find it as New York Time. Um, so they're expected to start around 12:13 in the afternoon, and end around 1:03 um, p.m. Uh, with its, you know, with its highest peak uh, during that time. Uh, so your safest bet is to look at, um, you know, sometime around maybe like 12 o'clock my time, um, New Jersey time, and then uh, till about 2:30. Uh, that will be when you'll be able to see the moon pass by the sun, and then. Um, you know, start to uh, start to 
quote-unquote open up the sun again uh, and uh, what you'll see is um, you know you'll see a lot um, as you get closer to about the word uh, angularity okay you might be hearing that term a lot uh, for this solar eclipse and I guess to put it into context uh, angularity uh, is when the moon is like right in front of the Sun right but it doesn't block the Sun completely so to give you a comparison uh, an annual an annular eclipse uh, would be what produces this ring of fire where the moon blocks the sun but you can still see the sun's outer edges around it hence the ring of fire uh, imagery um, versus when you think about the April 2024 eclipse uh, that will be coming up there will be more so in the eastern part of uh, North America uh, that will be a total eclipse where the moon will block out the sun completely um, and again, it doesn't go on for long, like the, the you know the peak of the uh, the peak of the ring of fire. It should only be somewhere between like one and five minutes. Um, I would always uh, err on the safer side, um, and, you know, and just assume you're going to get a couple of minutes of it. Um, but that's basically what the difference is. So uh, that's why, like I said, you're getting this uh, this ring of fire kind of uh, terminology. So I know there's a lot of people that um, are going to be traveling out to both this event and the event in April, but um, you know I know they're you know they're planning watch parties and, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, for those of us who are not going to be able to be in those areas at that time, uh, who or who may travel there and wind up with cloud cover and not get to see anything, um, the NASA website is a is a great website, uh, not only to uh, watch the solar eclipse. But also to get some uh, some great information, all right. Um, you want to make sure uh, that you are um, getting safety uh, glasses or safety filters uh, to be able to use during these. You never want to look uh, directly into e an eclipse, uh, especially one where you're going to have this ring of fire because you're still going to be looking right at the sun, even if it's at the outer edges, and because you have that. Uh, darkness and then that brightness of the sun you don't want to be looking directly into it uh, this also means don't like look through your phone or your camera or binoculars and think that you're safe because you're not you still want to be looking at it with a filter um, per the NASA website the international standard that they're looking for um, should comply with the ISO 12312-2 international standard but basically uh, what it's going to do is it's going to go ahead and make it really really dark um, I had the privilege of um, doing uh, some work with the uh, with the North Jersey astronomy group uh, over this summer and um, we actually got to look at the sun through viewers like this um, you know, they're cheap, um, you know, they'll obviously go up in price as you get closer, so hopefully you've already picked them up, uh, but being the launch of this podcast is October 4th, and uh, it gives you about 10 days before the eclipse to still pick some up, and they come in some different shapes and sizes, right, you have like the ones that look like the old 3D glasses in the movies, uh, you know, with, with those kind of, uh, with that kind of a shape, or you just have like a, it's like a rectangle viewer that has like that film on it. But whatever it is, just make sure you, um, you pick some up. If you're not sure or you don't think you have the safety, um, safety specifications here, please make sure you just kind of, you know, stand outside, maybe see what the shadow, uh, looks like. You can always do it that way too. Um, there are some homemade ways to do it where I know you poke a pinhole through like a cardboard, but just make sure 
that you are um, doing it safe. If you're not sure, though, if you have the right specifications, just um, like I said, just keep looking at the shadows or uh, watch it on NASA.gov um, and, um, you know, make sure you're safe because you don't want to give yourself uh, any problems doing this. Uh, speaking of the NASA website, uh, there are many great resources on there uh, getting ready for this uh, Ring of Fire eclipse and also for, um, you know, the, the, the next eclipse and other stuff going on. Um, so they have some, um, you know, safety features as well in terms of, you know, how to wear the glasses appropriately, what kind of glasses to get, etc. They also have some great educational resources. So if you're looking to be topical in your classrooms, uh, if you're a teacher or you just want to be the guy at the water cooler or on the train or, um, you know, hosting a podcast like I do um, and want to sound like you may know what you're talking about occasionally, um, there are some great resources on that NASA website as well. Um, and then also, uh, there is some great artwork um, that NASA is putting out for this as well. Uh, there are some um, there are some really good artists, uh, you know, great artists that uh, volunteer their time um, and their resources, and they do some work from NASA. Um, I've gotten the pleasure um, through the uh, doing the social media coverage at the DART mission to meet some great artists who uh, who do work like that. Um, but there are some other ones. I've already downloaded my free uh, my free posters and pictures of some of the great artwork for the Ring of Fire one, uh, and it even inspired me to kind of um, change up the artwork for this particular episode. If you take a look at it, nothing too fancy, but just uh, doing something to get into the spirit of this. But um, but I highly encourage you to take a look at that. Uh, take a look at the NASA website. There's always good stuff going on there. Um, especially you got the two major eclipses uh, that are coming up. Uh, you just had uh, you know the um, Osiris Rex return, uh, which I talked about on a previous podcast. Um, and then you've got obviously all like the stuff going on with Artemis. There's stuff going on. Uh, with the Russian Space Agency, with the European Space Agency, uh, Japan's got stuff going on, India's got the, you know, trying to do um, moon launches now. Um, so there's so much stuff going on now. Um, you're really living in a good time uh, to kind of follow all this. So we'll be trying to cover some of this on the podcast, uh, but definitely take a look at that uh, website for uh, more information as well. So again, make sure you circle those calendars for uh, October 14th, 2023, especially those of you in North and uh, Central America, um, you know, mark the times and, um, you know, this podcast runs on your feedback as always. I appreciate the feedback. I know we've got um, some listeners actually right in that Portland uh, area and into uh, Southern Oregon as well, um, as well as uh, some people down in uh, near the, like, the Four Corners kind of region. Uh, so um, I'd love to hear um, your experiences from those of you who live out there, for those of you who are traveling out there for the Ring of, Ring of Fire uh, eclipse as well. Uh, so this way it can bring some more depth um, to the podcast when we talk about it in the future. Uh, and you can feel free to send me the pictures too, um, any pictures you take safely, and then I will be able to post them up on the website for this podcast. So as always, um, please remember that this podcast, um, you know, runs based off of your feedback, right? So I love hearing from you. If you want to email the podcast directly, 
The email is skicaphoodieandshorts at gmail.com. You can go to the direct website, which is www.skicaphoodieandshorts.com. If you want to um, go ahead and take a look at my main website, which has not only this podcast, but also um, some of the great educational projects I'm working with um, some great global collaborators on, uh, you can go to my main website of www.ourtechcoach.com. Uh, social media, uh, you can reach out to me probably best on Twitter or X now, previously known as Twitter. Uh, at Our Tech Coach, which is my main handle there, and uh, Instagram um, and link it. Uh, you can find me at uh, like ted.samaris. Uh, you can look for me there uh, as well as we're trying to branch out some of the information from the podcast. All right. Uh, so, but again, though, um, I look forward to your feedback. I look forward to hearing your experiences with this eclipse. And I'm looking forward to seeing some of your pictures, your artwork, that type of thing as well. Uh, Please make sure, though, that you do this safely. So as always, thank you for your time and for listening to the Ski Cap Hoodie and Shorts podcast. Please remember to be good to yourself and be yourself.